It's time for the Drive's Top 4 at 4. Hour number two of the Drive underway. It's Fan Run Radio. Russell Bear and Marcus back with you. Marcus has your top four at four. Brought to you this afternoon by our friends at Linderman Sports Medicine. Marcus, what do you got? Thank you, Russell. At number one, Tennessee basketball has put out a statement about Zakai Ziegler saying point guard Zakai Ziegler suffered a torn ACL in his left knee during Tuesday night's win over Arkansas. The injury ends the defensive player of the year semifinalist season. Tennessee basketball family joins all of all nation in lifting up Sakai with love and support. We know beyond all doubt that Sakai will use this challenge to author an inspiring comeback story. He'll have our boundless backing every step of the way. Rough news. We all feared the worst as, as soon as it happened. You didn't even need to see a replay. You didn't even need no. to see a replay. No, my stomach last dropped. Night. And our worst fears confirmed, but... For Zakai, we certainly wish him a speedy recovery. Only a sophomore. He's still got two years left, and hopefully he can come back and play next year and have a really nice senior season. Tennessee will will need him. And for this team, what what's next? It's, it's the, the big question right now. We have an interview scheduled here in 20 minutes with Tennessee associate head coach Justin Ganey. And... We will ask him that question right here on Fan Run Radio here in just a few minutes. At number two, Tennessee baseball happening as we speak as the boys get ready to play Charleston Southern, 4 p.m. Eastern time on the SEC Network Plus. See if they can uh, sweep this after defeating them on Tuesday, yesterday, 6-1. to Who's that big number th- 33 taking the mound for the volunteers today. A.J. Russell, freshman out of Franklin, 6'6", 195. Tall drink of water. There he is. Any relation there, Russ? Well, no, his last name. Well, I just meant meant the height, you know, like the – Yes, all all us tall people are related. Marcus, (laughs) yes, distant cousin. I knew it. At number three – uh, some big news for uh, Georgia star Jalen Carter. The top uh, NFL draft prospect has been charged with racing in a f- the fatal crash. Uh, I heard a- rumors that this was the case for a while now. Yeah, Jalen Carter. Georgia's- I didn't know it was him, but that that there were. I had heard rumors that there was another the fatal crash after their mm-hmm. championship parade that that car was racing another car with Georgia players mm-hmm. it's senseless he is it doesn't been, sound like this was the first racing yeah. incident uh, he, he has been charged with reckless driving and racing in connection with a crash that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member the Athens Clark County Police Department has issued an arrest warrant obtaining uh, obtained Wednesday by the AP which alleges Carter was racing his 2021 Jeep against uh, the Ford Expedition driven by the recruit staffer. And he's already made a statement um, that was posted to social media yeah, saying that he intends to return to Athens to answer for the charges. Says that he believes that the truth will accurately present him and... Uh, says he's going to be exonerated. Yeah. Says that there's a lot of mistruths out there in the media this afternoon and we'll see uh, there's a lot of similarities here between this and the Brandon Miller case 
where there's a tragic loss of life. He's not, he didn't kill anybody, but he played a role, uh, allegedly. What kind of role did he play? I don't know. He maintains his innocence. It's important to yeah. to give him his his, his day. And there's a, you know, much like Brandon Miller is a potential lottery pick. This guy's a potential top five pick He's in this year's NFL overall. draft. So there's a lot of moving pieces here in the sports world, but certainly his legal problems take precedence. And I hope that what we're reading today is is not true. Driving 105 miles per hour, drunk. Uh, with uh, university employees and recruits, and uh, I don't know if they're recruits, but it was a recruiting weekend, and it's just they're leaving a strip club in the middle of the night. Oh, awful, in awful a, story. And a, I'm not even going to pile on Jordan because the truth is this: this could happen just about anywhere. And if there's some problems in Kirby's program, then then he'll need to answer for that and, and figure that stuff out. What's funny about it is it apparently. Another facet to it is the reporters of the AJC were the ones who uh, covered this. Supposedly, according to them, um, the police have like those camera footage mm-hmm. from the roadways. That's what I yeah of the race. Yeah, you would think that it's this be, day and age that there's video of everything. Well, yeah, they they've already said. I mean, it said that basically the police said that in the article in the AJC. I I read the whole thing today. They've got video of the race happening yeah the i mean from my own personal experience not with racing but like those cameras they're always see, on yep they see they see a lot more than just whether you ran a red light or not Mm-mm. so yeah yeah absolutely uh at number four uh tennessee's football jeremy banks uh makes a statement about the south carolina game uh honestly i think it rivals with that'll do all <laughs> As he said, don't, what are you doing? Editorializing on the top four? For don't you know this is a sacred space, Marcus Young? Leave your little quips out of it, please. We told you and told you about this, Jeremy. <laughs> you knew I had no choice but to do that. Uh, speaking at the combine, Banks chose not to explain exactly what happened behind the scenes, but he said he should have been playing on the field. Quote. It was just a competitive environment and everybody competing to get a spot. We're here now. There's no reason I should have been not playing to help my team get in the playoffs and compete for a national championship. Have you seen the video with the audio of him answering these questions? It's weird. It is very – what did I say? I can't even remember what – That'll that'll do do all. all. It's like you're not – making words match in a correct order. He's not speaking in complete sentences? No. And, and this is the NFL combine. You, you have to be prepared to address the media and present yourself in a professional manner. Well, who asked him the question? It's a reporter. He's at a podium, and it's like a press conference. And, and they're asking him about the South Carolina game and why he didn't play. And he spits out some gobbledygook word salad about competition and mm. everybody's competing for the position. And there's like – the guy followed up. He's like, yeah, but you didn't play in the game. What happened there? And he said, "There's no reason I ain't no reason I should have been playing. Like it was some yeah. double negative thing. Like it's just there was no reason I should have been not playing. I should have been not playing in the game. And it's like if you're not going to talk about it, if you're not going to address it, first of all, how can you not be prepared? Statement. How can you not be prepared? You know that you're going to get asked about this publicly 
first. And, and it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for you to address those concerns publicly and alleviate some of the fears that teams might have about drafting you. If that's what you're going to say, if that's your position, just no comment. Just say, it's a team matter. I enjoyed my time at Tennessee. We had some internal issues that week that we're going to keep internal because I believe in keeping things in-house. NFL teams would love that. You know, if you just said, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it. I'll talk about it with these, these NFL teams here, but I'm not talking about it in the media. Thank you very much. That's just, uh, to me, it, it just tells me that he doesn't have somebody around him that could have I mean, identified. He's got an agent. I mean, surely he's got somebody. Well, uh, then somebody dropped the ball because I guarantee you, if, if you were that kid's agent. his guy? You, Cornbread. You would have. Uh, hey, Jeremy. From one Jeremy to another. Here's what you say when you're up there at the combine. All right. I had no idea. I was just doing my civic duty. I've begun to realize your Jeremy Pruitt sounds awful like Bill Clinton. There's Jeremy some Pruitt's similarities. Yeah, there are. Deep South, Arkansas, Alabama. By the way. If you want a little com- comedic relief, go seek it out on Twitter. I, I've shut it down. I was just cackling during the break. There's some guy who's done a Twitter thread of all the presidents. What do we got, 45, 46 now? Yeah. With mullets. I did go through it. They're graphic. It's great. It's so funny. Abe I haven't Lincoln. been able to find it yet. Lincoln's Abe. was good. Nixon's was really good. Gerald Ford. There's George good Bush's one. was pretty good, too. Uh, Eisenhower looked like Christopher Lloyd from Who, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Eisenhower did? Mm-hmm. How'd Obeezy look? He, he looked funny. He looked like uh, so the member of the OJs back okay. in the day or something. <laughs> it was funny. Looked like the dude off Coming all, to America. All good. From all sides of the aisle, it was, it was, it was very good. Go find that. I, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. Was, was it Carlos or something? Ham Carlos. Ham Carlos. Yeah. Maybe. I'll, I'll look it up. Linderman Sports Medicine. Whether your hobby is something as simple as gardening or walking, or if you enjoy more physical activities, you like to get out there and hike, run, golf, tennis, things like that. You know that joint injuries, back pain, arthritis, things like that, other orthopedic conditions can prevent you from living your best life. Linderman Sports Medicine in Memphis offers expert orthopedic treatment without going under the knife for surgery. Experience the miracles of modern regenerative medicine, stem cell therapy, with Dr. Laura Linderman, VFL extraordinaire in Memphis. People come from all over the volunteer state and beyond to get back to doing the physical activities they love with Linderman Sports Medicine. We are proud to be associated with them. And if you have any thoughts you're dealing with shoulder problem, knee problem, something like that, and think about uh, surgery, I don't want to do that, and go check out LindermanSportsMedicine.com. Find out more about Regenex, a couple of the other things they do, some of their physical therapy stuff, and uh, call down there. Say, hey, I heard Russell talking about it on Fan Run Radio. This is what I'm dealing with, and uh, just see what your options are before you schedule that surgery for sure. Dr. Laura Linderman, LindermanSportsMedicine.com. Tell them Fan Run sent you. Justin Ganey coming up here in about nine minutes on the show. We are looking forward to that. In the meantime, we'll continue with some phone calls here. Diablo is next. What's up, Diablo? Hey, Russell. 
Fair, almost. How y'all doing today? Doing well. How are you, sir? All right. Hey, after uh, ZZ's injury last night, what did you think? Uh, did you think Barnes did a pretty good job adjusting to the injury and uh, having a pretty good rotation in the lineup there? Obviously. Yeah. I mean, for something that you absolutely cannot plan for, I think we all, when that happened, it was so shocking. First of all, you almost don't care about the game at that point because he's such a beloved player. You're just hoping he's all right. It's very similar to the Hendon Hooker deal. But beyond that, you're like you're just kind of expecting the worst. Arkansas is a pretty good team, and now we've lost the heart and soul, their floor general, whatever you want to call it. And it's like, man, this this could go south quickly. And not only did that not happen, it's like Tennessee leaned into it and raised it up a notch and just took it to Arkansas. That was the most impressive part to me was how they responded to that injury. That's the nature of my question because I think you saw the same – I saw the same thing you just made an observation on. And I really think he uh, kept the flow in the – it seems like players played longer minutes, obviously, because the rotation obviously got shorter. But it just seemed like there was better chemistry and a flow to the game from our aspect. And I hope we're moving forward – that continues. My question goes on to Saturday's game. I don't know all the seeding situations, but if we were obviously if we win, we finish as a three seed. But if we lose, what could be the potential fallout? Are we are we pretty much guaranteed a double buy at this point? No, no. the The double buy is up for grabs, and I think who's it up for it, Barrett? It's Auburn and Mizzou and us. Yeah. And yes, sir. Mizzou has a really simple path like they play I think it's it's like Ole Miss and who else is terrible in in the league LSU LSU yeah they play the two worst teams in the league yeah so they're almost guaranteed of going two and oh and if if they do that and we lose at Auburn they're they're the fourth seed right uh I think we'd have them by half a game oh we do we've got a game in half lead okay that's why that win last night was so important probably should have done my homework on this before get on Pretty sure. And try and math it out. But, yeah, we'll, we'll figure out the, the exact scenarios for you, Diablo. Let's just go down there and beat Brucifer. How about that? Control yeah, what we can control. That. You do that, we're definitely not playing on Thursday next week. I just think we're walking into a hornet's nest. I think we kind of did the same thing to Kentucky last night. We, uh, we laddered up Arkansas pretty good, and I think Arkansas is going to have something for Kentucky at home on Saturday. And I kind of think Alabama is going to kind of – Slap Auburn around tonight and get them all lathered up for us on Saturday as well. So I think that's not going to help us. No. Control the controllables. Focus on the next game. We got one more. It's a big one. And let's and, and then it's tournament time, man. It's here. It's survive and advance time. All right, guys. Thanks for the – let me call. Have a good show, and I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Diablo. Appreciate you. Just like yesterday, Vols jumping all over Charleston Southern in the bottom of the first here, already up 3 nothing. Nice. Got Ma- uh, Maui. Maui, wow. Going with the, with the full-length pants today after going with the, you go with the, the high pants yesterday. Let me think about that. I like the long ones. I like the pinstripe uniform. It's pretty nice. It's, it's we, got a, we got a lot of uh, good mojo in the uh, throwback basketball unis. 3-0. and oh. That's what I'm strapping on if I'm – those things are definitely in the trunk. 
let's see if we can get some printed up in orange, kind of the reverse color, just just to have them. Just just do that. And, yeah. I'm surprised he doesn't. Barnes loves that throwback stuff. Who brought back the candy cane? I feel like we were doing that with Pearl. Maybe even earlier. Certainly, almost, almost certainly, Bruce Pearl had Tennessee wearing those. I'll do some research, maybe. We, if we only have we do our research. Have you done your research? Well, Maui's got a pretty stroke, doesn't he? Yeah. He's a good baseball player. There's a reason all these other coaches are pissed that he came here. <laughs> here from uh, Tony Vitello talking about Maui Ahuna coming up here in just a little while on the show. Justin Ganey coming up here in just a minute. Barry, you, ex- you excited? What, what should we ask him? Uh, aside from the obvious. Zakai. Uh we could uh ask him about you know, he's his son's I believe is starting point guard at uh oh my God. Knox Catholic. Are, really? Yeah. That's where you go. That's your first question. Either that or thanking him for all that money I won back when I was betting on him when he was playing for NC State that year. Hey, I, I didn't even I made know. a fortune off him. Shout out to to Haji. He told me he he takes me right before tip off. You take jump on it. Vols, vols for Raj. Oh yeah, and, and they covered and then some. Yeah, and I mean I was just thinking when when Zakai got hurt. I mean my pitiful gambling losses are like way down the list of concerns at that point. But it was just I wonder. I an thought awful about day at that point, but yeah, another moment got know. the win at least. Raj was smiling down. Uh, I thought about throwing out a challenge to everybody for the rest of this season until until it's over. The you don't know that challenge. The you don't know that challenge. Let's, let's just let's just in honor of Roger. Why don't we all watch the rest of this season unfold the way he would if he were still with us? Yep, you threw it out on VR when he who shall not be named was doing his whole spiel. You guys had to throw it out. Quick timeout. When we continue, Justin Ganey, Tennessee Associate Head Basketball Coach, joins live here on Fan Run Radio after this. Fan Run Radio, 105 Chevet FM, 1340 AM, streaming online, fanrunradio.com, your free Fan Run app. Variety of ways for you to experience the program this afternoon. I'm Russell Smith with Bear, Marcus, Chloe here, the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. And we go to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines where our special guest standing by University of Tennessee associate head basketball coach Justin Ganey is with us. Coach, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Hey, Russ. Doing well, man. Doing well. Hope all is good your way. Yeah, we're doing all right here. Uh, first of all, you know, <laughs> wow, what a 24 hours or so. Congratulations on, on the big win, but I know that you guys are hurting this afternoon. We just saw the news about an hour ago about Zakai and, and the injury. You know, for us as fans, it's and, and media, it's you know we, we we see these guys. I know for you, it's it's different. You're 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 there with him, and and, and you guys are close. Uh, how it's a tough loss, but you guys are a tough team. How how how's it going today with just everything surrounding that injury? Yeah, you know it is it is tough um, because Zakai represents so much um, and 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 does so much for for our team and. Um, you know, on both sides of the basketball, on the court, off the court, you know, in the locker room. He, he is, um, you know, and, and, and has developed into 
truly a point guard, you know, and, and he embodies everything that, that being a point guard is about. And so, yeah, you're right. You know, losing him is, is, is really tough. Um, you know, and, and, you know, our, our group, um, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're with him, you know, they, they, um, you know, feel his pain and, and, um, you know, just going to try our best as, as a group to help him through it. What was that like coach after the game, when you've had this huge win, you just dismantled a really good team. It's senior night, so you've got, you know, the five seniors and they're not celebrating, but also knowing that uh, their brother is 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 hurt and and it was one of those injuries where it just it didn't look good from the get go. Yeah, it was a lot of emotion. You know, it it it, it really was. But you know, typical Z, uh, he never makes it about him. And so he was excited for the team win. You know, he was in the locker room uh, waiting on the guys when they got in there. And, um, you know, it, it didn't didn't look down, didn't look sad. Like he was happy for his brothers that, you know, we were able to figure out a way and, and, and get a win. And, um, you know, that's who he is. Man. He's selfless. Um, everything is all about the team, whatever he can do to help win. And, and so uh, while it was an emotional uh, moment, um, you know, Z didn't let us get too emotional and kept the focus on uh, off of him and, and on the big win we just had. Yeah, and, I mean, you talk about a moment, Coach, that just sucked the air out of the arena. I wasn't even there watching on TV, and you could feel it, um, how intense that moment was. And to me, the most impressive thing about, you know, forget the final score, it's just the way your team responded immediately after that because I'm sitting there thinking man this this could this could not go this might not go well for Tennessee but uh, you guys responded right away and just kept playing was there any concern on the bench you know when that injury happened and the, and the shock of it all that things might not go well immediately afterwards yeah no I had you know I, I'd never heard TBA that quiet before I mean you could you could hear a pin drop. I mean, it, it had gotten so quiet. Um, but was proud of our guys' performance. You know, I, I don't know, uh, you know, in the moment during the game, uh, if they realized how, um, or any of us realized how severe the injury was, you know, because we didn't have the advantage of, of really seeing it on the screen or because, um, you know, he was away from the sure. bench and, and – um, you know, so you didn't you didn't see the land, you didn't see the, um, you know, the the, the knee, uh, and you know, on the land, and so I, I don't know if any of us understood, you know, to the level at the moment of, of where it was at, and so I, I think as as a group, you know, our guys just, you know, we came together and and you know, we, we've we've been through adversity all season with injuries and and, and whatnot, and so um, the guys just found a way. You know, they just figured out a way and, you know, came together and, and um, you know, got the job done. Talking with Justin Ganey this afternoon on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Coach, have you ever been a part of a team? I mean, we're used to seeing this in football, right, where you have all these injuries, but um, Triple J, Phillips missing several games, Keys out now, Zakai, Vescovy missed games earlier in the year. Have you ever seen anything like this with the injury bug that's bit the team this year? Um, you know, it, it yeah, the injuries, um, you know, they, they come and, and, you know, maybe a guy misses a game or 
you know, it's an ankle and, and, you know, maybe they get back out after one or two. But uh, I can honestly say this is the first time where, you know, I've, I've been on a team with that multiple guys have had, um, you know, injuries that, that kept them out of multiple games. And so um, it's, it's, you know, definitely been a great learning experience, um, you know, f- for me and, and also for our group. Uh, but, you know, the, the, the thing about this group, man, is, you know, they're resilient, they're tough, and uh, they, they, they're all about the team and they're all about, um, you know, achieving our goals. And so um, I don't worry about how our guys will respond because I, I know who they are at the core and who we are at, from a cultural standpoint. And so, um, you know, everybody is, is bought into – um, you know, just just responding and um, and and you know being the best that we can be for ourselves, for the team, and and for each other individually. And you know, we we um, you know making sure we keep Z in great spirits. And um, I know he'll be doing the same as far as making sure we, we're not getting too down and and we got our spirits up. No doubt, no doubt. And I guess the question fans want to know in the in the short term here is what happens now? Is it Vescovy slide over to the point guard position, or do you look at it as maybe being more of a point guard by committee approach? Yeah, it'll be, it'll be, um, and again, we, we haven't really had time to, um, you know, practice as a group and, and sure. uh, really digest everything, but it'll be, you know, point guard by committee. We, we have a lot of guys that we, we feel are capable of handling the ball, bringing it up, getting us organized and getting us into what we want to do, um, you know, and, and that's the thing about this team is, is the versatility is the depth that we have. And, and though, although, you know, Zakai is unique, you know, he, he is a unique player, unique piece to our team. And, and so it's, it's big shoes that, that have to be filled. And, and so it's going to take everybody. It won't be just one guy sliding over into that, filling that spot. You know, it, it'll be a little bit of everybody, you know, but pulling together, whether it's, you know, an offensive end, uh, you know, creating for others, making making uh, plays for others, penetrating, getting to the paint, uh, to, you know, making uh, ma- making shots, uh, and then stepping up on the defensive end because he did bring that um, that, that full court, you know, defensive tenacity and that, 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 you know, to the table. And so it'll be a collective effort on, on all fronts um, in all areas of the game. Tell you one guy, coach, who just continues to impress is Jemai Meshack. And, you know, he brought the ball up a little bit last night, which is something I'll, I don't think we've seen much of, if if at all, this year. Is the game starting to slow down for him a little bit now that he's gotten to play major minutes for a few weeks now? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think with Jemai, um, you know, he's ready. He was ready for the moment, you know, like for him. Um, whether he was playing 15 minutes or he was playing two minutes, like he never changed his approach in practice um, or game preparation. And so when his number was called, he was ready, you know. And, and the thing about Jemai also is, like, he's a team first guy. And, again, it would have been easy for him to, to hang his head and to mope and to pout when he wasn't playing as much as he probably thought he should, but he didn't. You know, he didn't, he, uh, you know, he, he, he definitely, you could tell he wanted to play, but he was willing to, to, to do whatever it took to win. And if it meant 
you know, waiting his turn or waiting. Uh, he was willing to do that. And so uh, that attitude allowed him to be prepared for this moment. And uh, I think with every bounce, with every game, uh, he's getting more and more comfortable. I think after the Alabama game, we all realized, that, all right, this guy can really defend. The offense is is going to be, you know, that that's going to be the issue for him. That's going to be the challenge to develop over the course of his career. And he comes out, and I think the next game has like 16 points at, at Kentucky. And he, he's shown an ability. He's, he attacks the rim, Coach, when, when, you know, he puts his head down. He can get to the rim, and he's starting to get to the free throw line as well. And that seems like that's a mentality, too, that maybe – uh, say the team was was missing, but it's something when when he does that, it seems like it gets the other guys going a little bit. Is that true? Yeah, no, he, he brings a different uh, a different dimension. I mean, because he is that athletic downhill driving um, forceful wing, and um, you know he, he he he's you know he, he's unique to our group in that sense. And and so uh, when he's out there and he has space and. He has driving lanes. Um, you know, he, he, he can get to the rim and he can finish or, or you know, or, or draw contact and get to the free throw line. And so that is something where, you know, when the jump shot's not falling, that, you know, you, you always, you always want to have balance. And he brings uh, that that balance to, to us. How about the young big men, Adu and, and Tobey, he was just phenomenal last night on the boards. Is that development that – that seems like it's been a major positive for you guys these past few games. Yeah, both of those guys are, are um, you know, they're, they're getting more and more comfortable and, and, and settling in, and um, it's fun. It's exciting to see, you know, a, a do, um, you know, he, he does. He brings a different dimension from a uh, from an offense. I mean, from a defensive standpoint, his you know ability to protect the rim, and and um, you know he's shown he can guard on the perimeter as well when getting caught in switch situations. And then offensively, um, you know, he, he can he can really pass the basketball. I mean, he made an unbelievable pass to Chicago. Oh, sweet, yeah. And, and um, you know, he can, he, he can make that high-low pass. So uh, his development and, and you know, kind of like Jemai, you know, he with every game he's getting more and more comfortable out there. And then Tobey, I mean, he is uh, he's a physical uh, force, you know. Like, he, he, he has um, uh, an elite. Uh, physical ability and, and physical strength, you know, that, uh, and, and really good hands. And, and so again, with him, um, and technically he still should be in high school, you know, like he, he came in early. And, and so we knew it was going to be a little uh, process with him, but I, I would say that he, he's further along than we anticipated. And it's exciting because he is, he's, he's one of the strongest guys in the league. Talk with Justin Ganey this afternoon. Coach, a few more things. We'll let you run here. Um, you know, one more game, regular season game, and then you're in postseason. We're into March now. How important is rest at this point? I think you guys are off today. Do you, With all the injuries, all the practice, all the games that you guys have played to this point, is is do you dial things back down in practice, or is that just not how Coach Barnes is wired? No, it's a natural progression to kind of – you know, shorten practice. We, we, you know, from a intensity standpoint, um, you know, it, 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 you know, we, we, we try to maintain the same intensity. Um, but from, from a practice length standpoint, it is important that, you know, 
we're smart with it and we're smart with our guys. But, uh, you know, because we've had guys out with, with injuries and, and, you know, we're kind of getting the group uh, back together and, and, and uh, you know, we guys have been able to, you know, be out and, and get rested. Um, you know, some of the pieces, a lot of the pieces that, um, that that are back now, they need the reps and they need the, the, the you know, the up and down and it comes with practice that to help develop that rhythm. And, and, you know, again, after this unfortunate setback, I think that uh, we'll, we'll need to, uh, you know, get used to playing with different groups and, and, and different guys playing together. And so uh, while we won't practice as long as, as we, you know, do in the, in the uh, earlier part of the, the year, uh, the intensity will still be there, and we still have to, you know, de- develop that rim- rhythm and that chemistry um, in practice so that, you know, when games come, uh, it- it'll feel a little more natural. Again, it won't happen overnight, but, um, you know, we-, we have a great, um, um, you know, strength and conditioning staff, uh, a great medical team that kind of advises on, uh, you know, practice loads and all that good stuff. So we're, we're-, we're definitely smart with it and, uh, while making sure our guys are, are prepared. Coach, I'll tell you another thing that's that's been a big positive down the stretch are these throwback uniforms. They're 3-0 and now on the season. Uh, any thought? Yeah, that, man. Yeah, we like these threads. We, we're going to pack these for Nashville next week, maybe take them to the hey, big man, dance. I wish we could wear them every game. I wish we could wear <laughs> these every game. <laughs> I mean, if, 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 if we the way we keep winning in them. Uh, but, no, it's a great look. The guys love them. Uh, I, I, you know, we, we love them. I think the fans like them as well. And so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, we kind of, uh, you know, let the guys choose what they want to, you know, what they want to wear when they want to wear them. And so it's popular amongst the guys and, you know, I'm, I'm going to see if I can convince them to wear them everywhere we go home and away. They're looking good. Yeah. You, you got to get them printed up in orange, have the reverse, the, the road options there for you too. Right. They look good. Right. They look sharp. Coach, uh, we appreciate you again. Uh, man, you know, I, I know we're supposed to be media impartial and everything, but it is hard not to root for a young man like Zakai Ziegler. Send him our best, our, our love, and we hope that he gets well soon. And um, good luck down at Auburn this weekend. Thank you so much, and I, I will definitely pass those regards on to, to Zakai. All right, thanks, Coach. Thank Justin Ganey on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. You can check out Big Orange Phillies, bigorangephillies.com. They'll have the Auburn game on this weekend, college basketball all week. It's March Madness time. Great place to watch the games. Big Orange Phillies, 66-25, Maynardville Pike in beautiful downtown halls. Sprawling metropolis of downtown halls. Getting bigger every day. Big Orange Phillies, the place to be. Well, it's uh, it's it's almost tournament time. This is a special. It's March. one of my favorite times of the year. It's March. You know, I a come bouncing from, your step. I got a family of five. I'm the oldest of three boys, right? Yeah. I was born in July. Right. Everybody else in my 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 parents, my two brothers, were born in March. They get me right now. It's because like you got Christmas, Valentine's Day, the four birthdays in March, my wife's birthday in April. You got Mother's Day. It's just like one card slash present after another, man. I can't keep up. Just, just hemorrhaging right now. Yeah, well, I've got to, I got to remember like whose birthday is when. We got to get the cards. And do all I remember that. Remember my my siblings, and my mom's. Yeah. And then, well, I mean, with these new phones, I mean, I've got I've got, <laughs> you got remi- all the reminders. Well, like now it'll be like I texted uh, Brandon 
uh, yesterday was his birthday, and I texted Brandon Oric, and uh, like as soon as I sent that text, it, this whole thing—it's weird—popped up. Uh, it's kind of uncomfortable if I think long enough about it, but it said update contact info, birthday found. Ah, like it. They the know system. everything, man. Yeah, they know that. They Brandon's know too birth- much. My phone knows what your birthday is, Brandon. Sorry about that. I was going to let you know, Russell, you don't have to worry about doing a one-year anniversary gift for me this month uh, since you've got so many birthdays to, to worry about. You know, about. I was really worried about that, Marcus, so thank you for taking that off my plate. Yeah. Because that was that was really way up. Priority there. number one, really. Well, that's what I, I thought. I've just been sitting here sweating it, thinking about it for week, for months now. Yeah. What am I going to get, Marcus? Yeah. No, I, I figured as much. I just I thank wanted, you for doing that, man. I appreciate that. Wanted to take it's a that, load off my mind. Yeah, stress off your plate, you know. Uh huh. Good stuff with Coach Gady. A lot to unpack there. We'll do it when we continue next, right here on Fan Run Radio. All right, welcome back. Have you ever, have you seen those videos where uh, somebody will sound just like him? They'll be doing that and singing something completely. The words completely different. It's hysterical. It's hard to describe. You, you two are like the dads on that road trip. You're like, listen, guys, we're gonna we're gonna hop on the porch real quick and listen to some my music. The music. I saw that- there's a video. Louis C.K. show, Louis, this is from like years ago. There's a scene in the show where he's driving his two little girls somewhere. They're in the back seat, and the Who, Who Are You comes on, and Louis just like rocking out. He's singing, Who Are You? Like he's doing all the, he's rocking out, and his little girls are just looking at him like, Dad is so weird. And I'm like, What's, what's, this, this is the way you drive your kids around. What's, what's weird about that? And then it hit me. Oh, man. I'm that dad. I'm that weird guy. Chloe, is that your dad? Does he drive around rocking up? Oh, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah he is definitely is that guy. <laughs> I know her dad. He's definitely that guy. Yeah. We think we're so cool. Yeah. And we're such dorks. Is your dad a dork? Yes. Big dork? Yeah, he's yeah. a dork. I'm a dork, too. I so, is, so is his best buddy. I'm, 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 we're, I'm driving around li- listening dorks. to Lithium on XM and like Alice in Change is going. I'm sitting there in my button down, like singing, singing along, Dude, like I'm cool to Jerry or something. Cantrell play the solo, man. <laughs> Smoking. Uh, Justin Ganey on the Big Orange Phillies phone line. Spirit, what did you learn? He really likes those throwbacks. I, I was surprised at how excited he got about. Uh, about that, uh, the biggest thing overall, it was reassuring to hear him talking about, um, you know, the the team that's going to be taking care of Zakai and helping um, him uh, through this next part of his career with, you know, the surgery and. Um, it's a good thing. It's there's nothing good about it, but if something like that has to happen, he's going to. It's good that you have a Tuesday night game, mm-hmm. and you're off today and. The guys can process that, yeah, emotionally, and the coaches can come up with a plan. And I, that was my big takeaway: is it's point guard by committee, is, is what coach said. No big surprise yeah. there. But um, 
you can come up with a plan for that because this is a major adjustment and they're going to have to practice differently because teams are going to attack them differently now and and they've got a day to to process this and come up with a plan and then they've got two days to implement it and you go down there to play Bruce and Auburn and then fighting for their NCAA you know, tournament lives in a hostile environment so um I just wonder if we're going to end up being uh, like the matchups that with Zakai that were favorable favorable for us. If they're they're going to change to it's not quite as good a matchup, and then other matchups that have been problematic for us with Zakai. If if we're going to be you know better suited, just out of necessity. The one that that came to mind last night was Kentucky. Yeah, no, I thought about that too. I mean he. He he was he he had some struggles uh, overall though he's a great player I mean Nay Smith defensive player of the year award semifinalist I mean there's we we don't get better without him and and it's weird that we've had that conversation several times now this season do they play better without Triple J without Phillips without that I don't think so man I I, I think uh, one of the issues that this team has encountered you heard heard coach talk about it there's just, they have not had their full quiver of arrows for most of the season it's just he's and coach said he's he hasn't been through anything like this he's been coaching for over 20 years now and it's this is the first time he's yeah. had a season where you've had this many injuries just got to be incredibly frustrating for coach Barnes and all of the entire staff and and the team sure so Go to the phones, 865-546-8200 if you want to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. And let's go to Phil next. Good afternoon, Phil. You're on the drive. Morning, sorry, Dave. What's up, Philly? Well, it's nice. Uh, uh, people have been uh, making good uh, tributes to uh, Roger today. It's uh, heartwarming. Absolutely, Phil. I mean – you are king of the callers, and Roger was was in that tournament. I know somebody who loves talk radio like you do and, and loves hearing callers that Roger, I'm sure he has a special place in your heart as well. Yeah. He's king of the remote, though. Oh, no doubt about it. That was his, uh, that was his, his time, time to shine. shine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you, you know what he was best? I don't know if you, if you got to hear it, Phil. He called us randomly. Sometime in the past two weeks, and Russ went to him, and he, he full on did the fill. Really? Yeah. I mean, he, he did he a good job. Just adopted. What do you say? Is one yeah, of his yeah. go to. What do you what do you what do you say, Russell? What do you say, Marcus Bear? Well, he'll be sorely missed, but he's in a better place. Here, here. Guys, it's uh, I'm, I hate to say they got hurt. It's uh. No time's a good time, but uh, most of Tennessee's basketball season's over with now, and uh, uh, maybe not having much time to think about it, they'll they'll perform okay without him. Yeah, I, I've said it several times. To me, the most impressive part of last night was just how they responded after that. Because I'm thinking, man, this is let's go south. This is hurry. This is not good, and. Arkansas, I think they came out, they had the ball, and they attacked Santee with their point guard, just drove straight to the rim and got fouled and thinking, oh, man, they're, they're going to be ruthless about this and, and just attack, attack, attack. And t- 
Tennessee did well, man. They they stood their ground and weathered the storm and and came right back at them. And to me, that was the most impressive part. Yeah, Meshack's playing better now. And uh, if you can get all these guys uh, like Triple J and Phillips integrated back in the off, I think the team plays better with Key not playing. Yeah, well, I mean, he's another one. You know, again, we we keep having these conversations, and I think Key. Obviously, when when his shot is falling, he's a different player, and, and he can change the game. But that has happened too rarely. And I, I do think he struggles on the defensive end, and that's where Barnes just will absolutely tear him a new one. And um, I, I I think defensively, there's no doubt. there He, he probably struggles, and, and, and maybe they give up some shots they normally wouldn't when he's on the floor. But man, he he's so streaky. If if he can have another one of those nights, it again it, it just changes everything. So I, I get why they keep putting him back out there because he's he's liable to go. He can go for zero or he can go for twenty in like well, fifteen minutes. Put him at point guard position. Just leave him at the off guard. Because how many times has he dribbled into the paint and, and then dishes it back out because he mm-hmm. can't do anything with it? He's worse than a Scovia driving to the hole. Well, I, I think his his best he plays best off the ball as well. But um, you know these guys won a lot of games, so we'll we'll see what they do. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, I think it's I I think it's going to be by committee. I think you're going to see key some at the point, but not much. Like I, I think it's just going to be I think it's going to be Vescovy mostly. But I just yeah, think you're going to see the other three guys are going to take yeah. their turns as well. You have to get rotate them around a little bit so you can at least get some a blow on the bench and stuff. But sure. uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens down with Buck Pearl in Alabama tonight. I sure see uh, blood letting down there in uh, Tuscaloosa tonight. Yeah, Auburn seems to be struggling, and for all the controversy off the court, uh, aside from, I guess they didn't play well at South Carolina. Um, and obviously Tennessee beat them, but that was before we, we beat them before the the Miller news came out, right? Yeah, I believe so. So, uh, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see whether that stuff is taking its toll or not. I I don't know, but I, I tend to just on paper, I'm, I'm like you, Phil. It seems like this is a game Bama should win decisively. What are you trying to do? Uh, get you to a call that uh, Eddie Vedder and uh, uh, Bruce Pearl on there a few minutes ago. Pretty cool. It's becoming tradition on the drive. A lot of Pearl Jam bumps. Bear knows I yeah. love Eddie Vedder and yeah. the boys. So, well, yeah. I can't help myself. Oh, Kirby Dunn, is he going to cover up this thing down there in Georgia? It sounds like they were, I'm not saying attempting to do that, but. And I'm sure Russell's going to talk about it later in the five o'clock hour. It's the it's the same thing as the Brandon Miller. Like, there's no chance of covering that up. You can't yeah. cover something like that up. So if if that was their intention, I don't know. Maybe I read an argument. The Athens PD is is kind of got a, you know, somewhat of a black eye right now. There's some hard questions that the AJC is asking the Athens PD. Uh-oh. Well, didn't this happen in Atlanta? No, it happened in Athens. Oh, it did it? Yeah. Huh. But there is a video of it, right? According to the report I read from the AJC this morning, there is extensive traffic cam footage of the race. And 
to where I think like on the actual cameras or it's registering what the what speed they're traveling at. I don't know how that works, but and there's a video cam of uh, Brandon Miller uh, in that gun fight, right? Supposedly there's a lot of dash cam footage. Apparently he had a dash cam, so mm. um, if if he's telling the truth and there's no, that dash cam clears him, then I mean the eye in the sky doesn't lie. Yeah, I wonder where he got that Dodge Charger. See. Ya. Well, we all know where he got it. Greater Tuscaloosa uh, Chrysler Dodge. I don't know where he got that thing. Those of you just joining, uh, former Georgia defensive lineman and projected top five, maybe top overall NFL draft pick Jalen Carter weren't out for his arrest today in connection with reckless driving and racing charges. This related to the accident that killed a teammate and a recruiting staff member after Georgia's national championship parade. Very, very tragic situation. That also wasn't, I mean, that the car he was driving apparently was part of his, one of his NIL deals that he sure, had. Sure, And the young lady, the staffer, the other car was rented by Georgia, but she wasn't authorized to be driving. Oh, man. It's it's not good. Stay with us. Hour number three of The Drive coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio.